Hey everyone, welcome to episode two of PILF, the podcast I'd like to fuck. I'm your host, Jess the Prequel. You can call me Jess. Today's episode is a little different from the first one in that I have a guest host, which I'm hoping makes it more interesting. Uh, His name is James. We became friends when he slid into my Instagram DMs, but he didn't do it like a complete fucking douche canoe. So we struck up a conversation. We have a lot in common. We were both in sexless marriages and then divorced and became absolute whores um, and interestingly both found the BDSM world after divorce. So we're going to chit chat about that. The second segment is going to be answering some follower questions. One follower is uh, he called in live. So we're going to chat with him about a question he has about fucking without getting attached. And I got to name his dick, which was really the highlight of my entire week. I feel so honored to know that that he is out there in the world now with a dick that I named. <laughs> then James and I are going to have a debate that we've had many times by text, but we're going to have it on podcast and it's traveling for sex. I don't believe girls should travel for sex. He has nothing but girls traveling to him for sex. So you guys can hear us hash it out. And by all means, please weigh in on the debate. Um, And then we have a little bit of nasty truth or dare, which was a lot of fun. But James revealed a truth that I'm still thinking about because it's pretty fucking disgusting. So we'll see if you're as amused by it as I am. Um, Other than that, I am still learning how to podcast, so please bear with me. Some of the audio could probably be better, and the transitions are a little fucking shaky, but it's my second episode, so give me a break, guys. Without further ado, adur, adur, I don't know, you know what I'm trying to say. Here is James and I. Okay. Um, But first, I wanted to run through a little bit about how we know each other. Yes. Which is basically Instagram. And Insta friends, yes. I don't even remember like what our original messages were. But um but I thought it would be fun for you to just kind of describe why you're in my phone as not my future Dom Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I can't even remember the length of what you're in my phone as, but it does end with I am your future Dom Daddy, I think. So something like that. Are you serious? <laughs> I can't remember. It was yeah. Probably something about being collared in public. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Collared and owned by daddy, I think it says or something. Yes. Oh, I I cringe at those terms like I'm all about the BDSM, but some of the labels, that one's a cringy one for me. So I which one? Collared or collared and owned, that kind of stuff. So I actually believe it or not, daddy makes me cringe. I oh, like good. I'm like, no, no, no. Like it just I, it's almost creepy. Like yeah, <laughs> I've had to do psychological conversions of many girls. They're like, can we just do sir? Yeah. I'm like, we're going to start there, but I'm going to be your daddy. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I can't. I, uh, I've i had a couple guys want me to call him daddy in bed. And I was like, yeah, it's just not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, but when they're 15 years younger than you, that's a little awkward. <laughs> they're not always 15 years younger than me. 17? Okay. Oh, God. Uh, um. <laughs> So I don't know. I think I probably just slid into your DMs because I liked your memes so much and I was laughing at them. And I don't know how it happened. Probably something related to my divorce that rang out. Um, That's right. Because we have very similar circumstances where because you were in a very low sex marriage, weren't you? I was. Yeah. For 12 years I was married. And uh, yeah, I mean, we uh, we popped out some kids and I think that uh, (laughs) kills the sex drive which i understood but even 
at the times we weren't reproducing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was not a lot of sex drive. For what God intended. Um, yeah. He made me have a lot, but I guess I got all of it and she got none. So so you guys were married for 12 years. Yes. And then, so a lot longer than my husband and I were. But basically, once we both got out of our marriages, we both became gigantic whores. Mm. <laughs> right? Um, but I think that's kind of cool, too, because you, didn't you tell me that you didn't really get into the BDSM dom sub lifestyle till after you divorced? Yeah, it was much it was much later. So let's see, yeah, separated, she moved away, and then uh I just basically jumped into two well one and then another one, monogamous dating relationships with girls closer to my age, and immediately just felt this sense of like I'm taking care of another person and I've brought on their problems into my life and just like this trapped marriage feeling again. Yeah. And got out of one, went to the other and had the same feeling. And I remember, I think it was my brother who's, he's a perma ho. He, uh, he got, he's older than me and he got divorced earlier and he just, he's just going to ride it out. And, uh, <laughs> and so he's like, what are you doing? He's like, why are you getting into relationships? Why are you being monogamous? He's like, you just got divorced. Everyone understands that you need a hoe phase. Like no one's going to judge you and just go do your thing. And I'm like, really? And, th- and that was it. So. And now I'm on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, but basically, um, well, and what's funny about my ex is she does not have a hoe face. She's a very, we were both very religious through our, most of our marriage. Um, that's part of what led to our divorces, obviously. Really? Me, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were, uh, we were going to be missionaries. We were, uh, yeah, we were hardcore. So. How the fuck do i attract you guys my last um, son of a preacher boy i'm a missionary's kid my last friends with benefits him and his wife were like he was he's 38 now but they got married i want to say in their early 20s maybe even 25 and they were both very religious and um he they they lost their virginities to each other on their wedding night that's how religious they oh yeah i've seen that yeah and um but it's he's not even the slightest bit religious now but they were married for about 10 years um and get this shit he (laughs) he did not receive his first blowjob until after his divorce that never fucking blew him for 10 years jesus wanted her to that's bullshit Jesus wants <laughs> you to suck that dick, honey. He made it slurpable. You <laughs> choked it down. It would not be in the shape of a banana if he did not want it down your throat. So that whatever. is very true. Or or the shape of like a curving throat. <laughs> or you know, sometimes it's a snake that's trying to fake you out and does a little S curve. Who knows? No, <laughs> there's a lot of dick. Sometimes it goes to the left. Sometimes <laughs> it goes to the right. That's the beauty of dicks. You sometimes it's a scared little go. European turtle that you can't see the tip. You know, whatever. Oh, I love the little European turtles. They get such uncircumcised guys get such a bad fucking rap. They do. Yeah. The biggest bunch of bullshit because all their little nerve bundles are in that little turtleneck. And do oh, you yeah. know how easy it is to make a guy who is not circumcised come? They are the shortest blowjobs. <laughs> Ladies, like, this is my public service announcement. If you hate blowjobs, <laughs> get, them, get an uncut one. Blow a guy who's uncut because they shoot their load in, like, 30 seconds. It's okay, but wait, I got a question, Jess, because you, you date younger guys. We've joked about that, you know. I and do. uh about that was the other you know, thing we have in common of coming course, can, like uh, orgasm control 
So, like an uncircumcised high school guy, does he just come like when he opens the door to come over to your house? Like, <laughs> is, like if he's that sensitive, how the hell is he making it through a minute? So, not I'm that you thinking... date high school guys. I'm glad you didn't catch that, by the way. Oh, I totally didn't catch that. <laughs> no, no high school boys. Um... <laughs> you don't like you don't like wait outside the high school with a minivan and the ice cream song playing or anything, do you? Oh my god, no that that's not me. If anything, I'm like at the um at their football games and the it's PTA like it's oh. like New York Fashion Week where you're looking to see what like the upcoming like fall looks are gonna oh be. So I'm just like up there like fucking Anna Wintour with oh, my bob no. and my big glasses, and I'm like right on the front row, the front bleachers, and I'm like, okay, excellent. This is for next fall, next season. <laughs> it's gonna be this little quarterback right oh here. my god i can see you with like a uh, leopard print like a uh, fan like trying to cool yourself as exactly they yes yeah. <laughs> hi boys yes. yeah no. yeah oh uh, anyway <laughs> we're off on a sidetrack um but uh you know i'm trying to actually so the 100 percent of the uncircumcised guys i've been with have not been from america okay so uh, one, was from, one was from Australia, and then which I think they circumcised over there. Maybe he was just I don't know what his deal was. Um, he got missed. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> when they did the dick roundup, <laughs> like in his town. Like, did you slice this row yet? Dick. No. Okay. <laughs> Bring out your dicks. And then <laughs> <Bring> out your... <laughs> I'm already cut. Shut up! You're getting cut again. We got a quota. No, that's horrible. <laughs> Oh my God. And then the other guys have been Irish. Uh, um, but you know, honestly, they never, like, none of them came really fast. Huh. Well, that's because they, they were probably over 21, right? Um, well, the Australian guy was actually 36, so he was way over 21. Um, but the, the Irish boys, I would say, boys. are anywhere from. Come here, lad. The lads. Can you call them lads? But you know what? Irish guys who are like truly from Ireland, not the people around here, but um, they, it's like they're, they're, they're old for their age. Like, well, they've been they've pounding been pints at the already. pub and working, you know. The steel mines <laughs> or whatever. I was going to say coal, but I didn't want to be racist. You're going to get a we comment on this shit We both just said like mines though. I know. Welcome to Americans View like, of Irish. Sorry. <laughs> It's okay. Some of them are leprechauns. I'm not trying to judge. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love I love me lucky charm. Oh my right. god. <laughs> uh, back to what we were saying. Uh, so yeah, so uncut dicks are great, and I don't even remember how we got on the subject of dicks now. Uh, it's probably you, because I would probably I... steer us to the other the other uh, white meat. <laughs> the pink meat. The pink meat. There's okay. Like, okay. Anyways. Oh. Well, what I was going to say, oh, I was talking back to me. I'm a Leo, so that's what we're <laughs> going to do here. Um, no, uh, so when I got out of my marriage, I went through some monogamous relationships. Oh, that, and your brother said be a hoe. Oh, and you were talking about he never got his dick sucked, and then that's where we went. There's our spider <gasps> trip. Right. Okay. My God. So my brother opened my eyes. So I picked this bar, and it happened to be like a college dive bar. Uh, I was living in LA area in Long Beach, and, uh, so I don't know why I just uh, that just became my place. So I, I met the bartenders. I knew the bouncers um, and Thursday, Friday and Saturday. It would just be a line to the end of the block with um, hot college students and me. And so uh, I just come up, fist bump the bouncer, go in. They'd pour my drink. I'd settle up with them at the end of the night if I even had to pay. It was just kind of my spot. And uh, 
so that's really where I had, my, you know, I locked down for like two years and just uh, hunted relentlessly and had as much sex as possible and figured out what I wanted, what I could give, who I was, and and uh, yeah, came out alive, I guess. So, so far. Uh, so <laughs> how did you get into the whole Dom sub thing? Well, <clears throat> um, I mean, I think naturally... I don't know. I mean, we don't have to shoot all this to, you know, the stars, but Leo's are, you know, natural leaders, confident, you know, in control. We have very fragile egos. We have definite blind spots and weaknesses, but um, I would say just naturally in bed. I remember, I mean, remember like, oh, that wasn't English. Um, I remember with my ex-wife, like even like trying to pull her hair and like trying to spank her. And of course, you know, you know, she tried to cast a demon out of me for it or something, but um, she wasn't into it. Um, even trying rough a few times, just because I was frustrated, you know. And uh, so after I got <laughs> You're out, like, let me yeah. take it out on your ass, bitch. <laughs> but you also have to keep in mind, I time warped. So I was married twelve years. So I went into this thing at twenty-eight, and I came out at forty. So mm-hmm. there's a one of my favorite memes says like, "Girls in 1999, like hold my hand and take me to a movie." Girls in 2018, choke me till I pass out and hit me with your car, you know? Yeah. And like, so going and being with college girls, I learned that really, really quick. Like, <laughs> choke me out, slap me. And I was, you know, I, I don't know. I was raised by my mom and raised as a gentleman and never could, you know, do anything to a woman like uh, to harm her outside the bedroom and, volu- you know, right. solicited harm. Um, so it's actually a really hard mental transition for me. And I think it is for a lot of guys just to know where the limits are, where it's like, because, you know, a good dom does not ask, you know, am I choking you too hard? Or, you know, is that right. is that handprint yeah. too purple on your ass? Like That's what a safe word is for. Exactly. Yeah. And now, like the level I'm at now, it's just like, I love hearing no, because it's not the safe word. It's, it turns me on. So, right. um, yeah. In any case, so I think I just, you know, had to catch up to 2018 roughness level in general. Um, and then um, I was with a girl and uh, much younger and uh, she called me daddy in bed one time and like something resonated. And I was just like, <laughs> but, you know, drooling. I'm like, yeah, we're going to ex- you know, let's explore that part. And uh, so she became like my first I call baby girl. And um we would have selfish weekends. It was like a hundred bucks to fly her from Colorado to LA and I'd pick her up and uh, she'd spend a weekend then she'd fly home. And um, it was a really sweet relationship. Uh, We never went as rough as she wanted, I'm sure, but it was almost like she was training me as much as, you know, I was, you know, controlling her. So you learn a lot from your subs. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially because I like brats and their vocals. So. I mean, God bless you. I just, <laughs> yeah, uh, that is just one I could. I mean, it's really mostly the girls that are the brat subs, anyways. But it's just, <sighs> even if I were a guy, I would be like, just shut up. Like I couldn't take it. Oh, oh, it's it's, uh, and we, we'll talk about that some other time. Brats is like a, <laughs> my favorite damn subject. But uh, my friend calls me the brat whisperer, which I love. So yeah, I can't do. But then, then again, I deal with the dumb little boys so exactly yeah like the boner in their pants when they're at target with you yep i don't mind that so much it's just <laughs> the guys, 
guys definitely have like an aspect to them too where they can i guess be guy brats whatever the guy version oh yeah yeah whatever yeah i mean they stomped their feet like that when they were little male or female so yeah exactly yeah exactly that's true um okay what was i say oh so after her then i kind of you know you pendulum swing like what's this new thing let's dive in you know i didn't get like buttless chaps and go to a dungeon or anything but i wanted to like discover uh dom stuff more and so you know, I did what everyone does. Get your Amazon Dom kit, you know, with all the restraints that break the first time. I have that kit. <laughs> it has pieces of it. Yeah. Like, you know, you put on the nipple ring and the bell falls to the ground. You're like, sorry. <laughs> and uh, um, what was I going to say? Uh, so then I met up, you know, being L.A. and then like kind of dipping into that. I met a few extreme girls that were kind of way beyond where I was at the time um they did help me out like up my game and and uh um get me to another level but i think you know for the first year i definitely aired on the side of like i'd call it like a caring daddy dom like uh you know the emotional aspects yeah. the mentoring the i would have girls call me during midterms crying and i'd have to talk them off the ledge you know like i yeah. just i liked that role as much as i like the rough sex and the being in control in the bedroom so and now i'm to the point where it's it's way more sadistic and you know i'm just racing to hell faster essentially <laughs> do you ever find like when you talk to people about it because i'm thinking right now as we're talking and just thinking anytime i have a discussion about you know bdsm or any sort of fetish um and kink conversation if that you know there's people who when they hear things out of context it sounds you know bad oh like mind. daddy if, and stuff if we're talking like that about like yeah exactly like yeah, daddy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brat, baby girl yeah um, and then the dynamic of you know them kind of coming to you and you calming them down and i think that you actually know, you're right i never thought i'm i'm deep in this shit so you know like, well exactly yeah, we don't think yep. about that either it's just i was thinking about it now that i'm actually yeah, you know having this conversation point. to a wider audience i'm like you know you have more than it, three followers you said this would be like five people max <laughs> <laughs> It might be a few more. You know, it might live on indefinitely. Oh, shit. Um, it's going to come back to me. My ex is going to be totally playing this shit in my ear. Does she have any idea what you're into now? Uh, the, the only chance she has of knowing is my Tinder name just says Daddy, like instead of my actual name. And so yeah. I've seen I she's not in my age range anymore. Sorry. And uh of what I searched for, but I bumped it up. She used to work like a block for me. So I did like the one mile Tinder range in like her age and she popped right up. And so I, you know, I left swiped, but, yeah. uh, and then I set my range. So there's a chance, but, uh, it's funny. My Tinder is, it just says daddy. There's no clear picture of my face. There's one picture of me kissing a girl in public with a daddy call leather collar on one of my hand. And then like one of my Leo tattoo and like, you know, I don't know, this morning, I'd, you know, I looked in there, there's like 62 conversations going and I live in a small town. So there's kinky people out there, you know, there really is. I mean, definitely and people you wouldn't ever expect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I knew that when I've talked about the lifestyle around people that don't know much about it, it just, you know, I have to make sure to really explain the context yes. around it because I don't think they get it you know from the outside looking Ooh. in there's so many judgments and preconceived notions about... yes it looks bad on paper that's what my friend says 
yeah, it can look it really does. bad on paper. So, well, but some of the, a, yeah. like a few things like, so I have kids, you know, one yeah. is my kids have never called me dad or daddy, you know, which I'm thankful for, but it wouldn't matter essentially. But, you know, they've always called me Papa, which is just their name for me. So in my mind, I've never, ever, ever, ever crossed, you know, I've never short circuited in my mind. Like right. my my real family and then like my dating life, playtime stuff is completely separate, you know. Yeah. Um, I, th- you know, I'm not into younger girls of illegalness, you know, or even close to that. You know, that's not yeah. my thing. There's guys, you know, I'm sure there's a, everyone has different kinks. But for me and so like if if I was just considered a dom and the whole daddy thing wasn't even brought up, that's fine with me. That's what it is. The daddy part of it means, to me, it means there's a little bit deeper relationship, like a kind of a natural mentoring, caring. Right. Um, and it also translates, obviously, into the bedroom and sex and submiss- you know, being submissive and, and uh, dominant. Um, but yeah, it, it, can look, it can sound weird. It can sound like you're into illegal shit, you know. But for me, it's, I've never crossed those wires in my brain and it's gross to think about crossing those wires, you know? Well, and that's the whole thing is it's, it's always between consenting adults and absolutely. So yeah. It's going down between two consenting adults. It's none of your, and, and people let's, let's be real, go on FetLife. You're yeah. going to scroll through and you're going to see some overweight adult male in a diaper with yes. a bingy in his mouth wanting you to change his shitty diaper. So don't judge my daddy shit. You know? When you have to like go <laughs> into your FetLife account and like list what your hard limits are and you have to make a point to say yes. like fecal <laughs> like, right. fecal shit. Like, I am not your golden fountain. You, you know, know, it's like exactly, the, then yeah. you know like people can get into yeah. some stuff. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah, you think you're kinky, go on there and then you're gonna be like shit, you know, I need Jesus so we all need jesus <laughs> oh god when girls are like that when i say something because i'm full of dad jokes unfortunately and uh <laughs> so when i say it, they're always like jesus i'm like no i prefer jesus thank you though <laughs> <laughs> sorry you better edit that out that is a dad joke in itself all right i'll be sure to edit that part out yeah, cut and back <laughs> and we're back <laughs> <laughs> word from our sponsor adam and eve 50 off now Use oh god sorry. yeah no, I'm not making any of that sweet Adam and Eve money just yet. I was going to say, you better not say ever, because you're going to come back and be slapping commercials. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> when we're both sipping Mai Tais and have, uh, have two people on leashes in Cancun. <laughs> okay, so let's get let's go to that part. So um, Cancun? Yes. Well, no. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was going, I was actually thinking back to our bet because. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, traveling for sex. That's what you want to talk about? No, we're going to talk about our bet first. Oh, the power of vagina versus the power of penis? Well, because our bet was that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've never you... even discussed wanting to have sex with, you, with each other. That's what's hilarious. It's just it like. Was... What, what was it, though, that came how did it come about i'm trying to remember now oh, no this is all about uh i told you that <laughs> i've gotten to the point where i'm getting so lazy that i'm having all the girls drive to me most of them so the town i live in um the bigger town is about sixty thousand. the hundred and sixty thousand people town is an hour away with a big college so i consistently two or three girls at least once a week individually drive up to see me and then 
we were joking because my neighbor moved in above me and now she's part of the rotation circle of life or in my life. And, uh, and so I was just telling you how I am not interested in like driving far or like, you know, I used to fly to meet girls. I did all kinds of stuff. And now it's just to the point where I, I just feel confident and I have something good to offer that's not out there and they can drive to me for it, which is totally cocky sounding, but you know, and so the day I'm alone jerking off for two weeks straight crying, I'll probably change all that. But for now, <laughs> I'm being lazy and, you know, getting delivered. Oh. How you doing, Angel? Hi, Jess. Hi, Jess. How are you? Good. Good. Thank <laughs> you for being willing to come on here and, and uh, let me answer your question live. Yeah, I'm honored uh, to have you <laughs> have me, I guess. Okay, so why don't you, um, I mean, I have the one that you wrote me, but why don't you just go ahead and sort of recap it for James and... Oh, okay, so I guess I was wondering, mm-hmm. um, in the perspective of a female, mm-hmm. if someone were to catch feelings after having a night of sex, mm-hmm. what would be, I guess, the advice that the person would give the person with the feelings to kind of back off or to chill or to just perceive it as a night of sex and not get attached? And I have the problem when I have a sexual encounter, it's really hard for me not to catch feelings. And I feel like it's something that I I guess it's very normal. Like just to have a, you know, just a, a nice like sex life, but keep distant. And I know that there are many men that are fine with having multiple partners and that's fine. But for me, I guess I don't know how to quote unquote, I guess I use the word slay. Like sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting that word, Angel. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Teach me to slay without feelings. Yeah, we got yeah, you. No, I no, guess, I understand. No. You know, I don't I don't like it's almost like I don't want to, but it's like I What's don't want natural, to. yeah. Yeah, like I, want I feel to. like the the examples you gave me, because I asked you you said there have been a few times where you have had a one night stand and you weren't attached to them. And then then there were a you gave me examples of the few where you did and I feel like the ones who you gave me examples of where you did get feelings for them were women that you already knew pretty well yeah exactly yeah it was more of an emotional connection and a history then yeah and- and even, yeah it's just it's just difficult because even if it's someone that I've known for a while if I know of them or, or I know their personality it's probably because there's a possibility that something could happen like yeah right oh I got you good. yeah right yep yeah, I mean, I want to say I, I'm naturally the same way. I was, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, well, the other thing first that came to mind was, I would say most people are monogamous, you know, like programmed monogamous. That's the most comfortable thing for them. And so people who enjoy multiple partners, that's not necessarily the norm, you know. Um, but with that being said, I I still, uh, you know, at times have to keep my feelings in check, even though I've chosen to be more have more of a multiple partner lifestyle um but i i get attached i i know the name of every single person i've ever slept with in my life if i knew their name at the time so you know i yeah (laughs) i've only been with three people you never asked jess um (laughs) but uh no so i think that's natural you know to you know meet someone hope for like a long-term thing and you know have that in your mind going into it even though in reality you might know it's it's just a one or two night thing or they're not in the same place you know 
Um, yeah. Tell me quickly again, though, recap for me the girls that you slept with that you didn't get feelings for. Oh, uh, uh, she was a bartender. Well, she still is a bartender. Uh, I knew her a few times. I mean, I've, I've met her a few times and I, I knew her for a little while, but I don't know. We just, we just started drinking and then all of a sudden it just led to, you know, us yeah. having sex on, on the pool table. At, Fuck yeah. At, at a Hot. Bar. You slayed that <laughs> night, Angel. That <laughs> yeah, is a slay. Did. That was you slaying. Bartenders are tough, man. I I know they're they have a no bullshit uh, front they put up, you know, where they filter out a lot of guys. So good kudos there. Good for you, buddy. You penetrated the barrier. That um, really just penetrated. <laughs> oh come on, of course. <laughs> um. So okay, and then there was wasn't there another one too? Um, oh, I do have another one. I don't know if I mentioned it, but there was someone that I was really looking forward to building a quote unquote like relationship with, mm-hmm. or whether it's like sexual, physical, or everything in between. Mm-hmm. But after having sex, I felt not repulsed, but I felt like I had made a, a wrong decision. And I had known this person for a long time and I had feelings for this person. So I, I see instances where I grow feelings and some where I'm act- actually. It, it takes away the feelings. Like I feel like almost like. So, <laughs> are you saying after sex you didn't you didn't have the feelings anymore? After the sex, I felt like I couldn't see that person or talk to that person anymore. Now, was it because the sex was bad, or there was just something that happened during sex, or is just like it just con- it just was like no, this doesn't feel right between us. Yeah, it was like a because when I when I have sex, it's like I feel either a connection or like a disconnection. Right? Ah, interesting. Like, interesting. Yeah, so at the point of like orgasm, um, I'm hoping that I can also do that to the girl, you know, of course. But at the point of my orgasm, I feel like uh, there's the lingering like a few like maybe five to ten seconds after where if the orgasm is felt between the the two people that there's either connection or it's something that is just all like just pleasure. Interesting. And I, I, I don't know. And there's been some instances where the orgasm doesn't happen. But I still feel the connection because maybe I don't know because we didn't use a condom. I don't know. Um, but... I mean that'll make me fall in love with someone if <laughs> fuck without a condom. <laughs> oh, God. It might make you a baby mama too. Be careful, Justin. I'm joking. No. <laughs> no, I'm forty fucking years old. I know how to not make babies. <laughs> yeah, I figured it out late. You're welcome. Angel. Okay, so. I'm sorry. If you get an orgasm, then you're into her afterwards. But if you don't get the orgasm, then you're. No, I I think what he's saying is at the point of orgasm, Mm -hmm. he either feels the connection or he doesn't. Yes. Got it. Yeah, that's really interesting. So your orgasm, like your your orgasm's like a. Like a like a it's buzzer like a, that goes off, like yeah, yes like no. it's kind of yeah. like your dick is like an oracle, and then like, <laughs> and then yeah. like after you come, it's like it's a like, witching stick or what were those things? Like like it, it's like a Ouija board. A Ouija yeah. board. If it goes I to like the oracle. left when you come, she's a keeper. If it goes to the right, you know. Angel, yeah, did, yeah. can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. You have been the whole time, Jess. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just okay, here to I actually, Angel, I have to apologize because I'm I never smoke pot and I like got super fucking baked tonight. So I'm not making any sense, I feel like. Um Angel, do, do you already have a nickname for your cock? Oh my god. 
Oh, uh, no, I don't actually. May I name it the Oracle? Oh, damn. Oh, can, can we like, it's like you're knighting like... his balls here? This is official. <laughs> can we officially dub your cock the Oracle? Like, yeah, that'll what be about the Slayer name? though? No, because we just said it's Dick's an Oracle because it can oh, that's true. It, it, it reads truth. Yeah. Orgasm. Like, that's what it's a soulmate like... stick, is really what it is. Why do you keep trying to cock block my Oracle? <laughs> <laughs> why does that even make sense to anyone I, mean, yes. we, like, we I agree agreed. and I, I'm just jealous because no one's ever named my junk anything that glows or is you know you'd look up to so I'm actually really good at naming dicks my um my friends with benefits the one I told you about that was married for 10 years um he's really well hung so I named his Moby oh my God. it's a big white whale oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess one girl did tell me she wanted to free Willie one time. I thought that was That's a good cute. one. Yeah. Okay, so Angel, are you saying that right now I get to nickname your cock? Yes. Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> yeah. excited. You have no idea. Like if we were in person right now, it would be like a full nighting ceremony and I would like have wow. a sword and like put it on either side and like dub it the oracle and it would like but start to what... glow. <laughs> but Jess, what if while you're on your knees you know, he's excited as he gets to meet he's you, on know, his you and all this. I'm the one knighting him. No, no, no. Hang on. But while you're knighting his balls at head level, what if he has an orgasm and you're not chosen? Uh, okay, Angel, I have a very important question for you related to this discussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you ever orgasmed while looking at a woman but not actually touching her? Ooh, that's a good no. question. So what you're saying is, is as long as I'm not touching you while I'm naming your cock, then even if you orgasm, you won't really be able to get a read because you're not touching me. I would say so, yes, just because okay. I think the touch is like what it's part up. of your like yes. your your dick's magic power is is that well, I like the touching the person before it can get an accurate read. Well, and so. one thing I've experienced that has been kind of new is uh, if, and we're going to get graphic here, I guess that's all right, huh? Like when you we come, if you're... Dick, I think we can get graphic. Okay, I'm going to talk about penises now. Everyone hold on. Um, no, what okay. I'm saying is like when you come and you're like, I don't know, I do a thing where I reach my left hand around, lift her ass up so I can get in very, very deep, like in missionary style. I don't know. Her legs oh, okay. are usually one in one room and one on the ceiling. Are I don't you... know. But what Always I'm saying the is, <laughs> yeah, it's like, because I broke my right wrist this summer. So oh. all my all my doming had to go to the left one. The right <laughs> one was just for knocking people unconscious. But that's all another right. episode. OK, so, but, um, so you're left. So anyways, hang on. The whole point is balls deep. You're very deep. If you come like that, I've actually had girls uh, immediately orgasm from that feeling because like the base of your dick swells so much and you know the, the pulsing and everything great that happens with an orgasm like that has caused m multiple orgasms actually in a row how much um, does your dick throb when you come i've never felt a guy come inside of me wow holy shit well mine does this swelling trick like sometimes it'll swell and not come and i'm like come on we all get it you're doing your trick like i just want to blow my load now but uh no it actually if i don't use a condom it swells until the girl usually makes animal noises that's what i say and then, 
okay, I guess I'm just talking to myself on this podcast. I'm, I'm the only just, one that's I'm happening. I'm kind of like, so. I don't know what to say because right now, like, I'm picturing your cock, like, when you say swell, like, I don't know. I'm just like. Not like a like... bee sting. Like, okay, so the width, it gets two millimeters wider at the end, maybe two or three, like the whole thing. It just swells up thick wise. And what I'm saying is that connection into a vagina causes orgasms and that's caused some of the most emotional orgasms uh between oh. me and a girl so that's where i was trying to land this thing with i was trying to land it with angel's oracle i mean it just kind of got up there i have to say like I, i'm very i'm very um curious are you now. gonna book your ticket and so we can fucking oregon and california oh my god so <laughs> and, and we need to get back to angel's question because he has a little yes. bit of time so <laughs> so <laughs> Angel James and I have because he's in Oregon. I'm in California, and we have this bet. He thinks uh-huh. I'm going to fly to Oregon. We've never met, but he's saying that he's like, "I'll teasing. I'll bet you'll fly to Oregon to fuck me." And I said, "No." And he okay. and, and I said, "I bet you cash dollar money." And he was like, "No, I bet you uh, anal raw, and I get to finish it." You and I'm like, oh "My God, that was such like a that escalated so fast." <laughs> Well, and then I gave that. That wasn't even enough because you, you didn't even like wince at that. I'm like, okay, that's not good enough. So what? What are you gonna do if I lose? It's horrible. I get to make you my sissy stab. So I get to dress you oh up my in my lingerie and makeup and peg you in the ass. And no, make oh you wait, my little the word peg girl. did not come up. Exit only. Sorry, play again. No way. Damn. So the point is, Angel, is that the, this is what, what happens when men and women are are friends is like, even if the woman's just like, let's bet like 10 bucks on it. And he's like, no, I'm going to fuck you in the ass wrong. Come in you. Yeah. Exactly Any, if was. you're willing to bet with me and you're female, that's what I want to win. Okay. Sorry. Here's, here's how I, I like fuck guys and not get attached to Angel. Cause I'm actually the same way before I, before like. I was single two years ago. I was like Miss Monogamy. I was in a seven-year yeah. relationship with my husband, seven-year relationship with my girlfriend before that. And before that, that was like right out of, not long out of uh, high school and college. So I get it. I didn't actually start really doing that until after my marriage. And that's actually a big part of the reason why I mostly date younger guys is because I know I'm probably like, you know, not going to actually get feelings for them. Um and That's I, I really make a point to only fuck people that I am very minimally interested in. Really? Oh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's like, opposite I'll to me. I, like, I think that they're attractive. Not like I don't think they're, right. you know, but if I'm, if it's someone who I'm like, this is ridiculous, there's no way in hell I would ever date them. That's the person you fuck. Wow. We're learning a lot about you, Jess. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's my method anyways. Like, I yeah. can't speak for anyone else. But, you know, like, whatever your type is as a woman, like, just go with the opposite. Like, if you like, like, dumb, blonde sorority girls, maybe don't fuck them. Date the, the girl, you know, in the library catching up on homework on a Friday night. Wow. That's interesting. I, uh, I think as far as catching feelings go, too, I think just the fact that you're recognizing all this in a very subjective or uh, objective way um, is a huge step because I think most people that catch feelings are just swept up in them and they just, their whole world is just up and down and they don't know why. Um, It seems like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know you very well at all, but uh, I mean, I I don't think there's anything wrong with dating with the intention of having a long-term monogamous relationship at the end of it. 
um, and just holding back your feelings just enough to not like suffer through the process. You know what I mean? Cause if the stars align and two people come together and it works out a long time, that's amazing. But you know, humans are, you know, but it's hard. Like if you're the type to get feel, I mean, we all get feelings. We keep saying yes. it like, you know, I do. I still get them. Sociopaths and psychopaths like don't get the feelings. We all do. <laughs> but I think for some people it's so, it's so easy to stay like, you know, temper your feelings but that's so much easier said than done. that's true that's true yeah you know yeah. the other thing too angel are you like how are you meeting women are you like on dating apps or like uh i am on tinder but i haven't met as many people online or in apps as i have just um interacting with people like at, that i work with or that i've known beforehand oh okay. That's 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 been my bread and butter, like just things just happening. Like all of a sudden we're out drinking and then all of a sudden we're, we're just talking. Hey, we have a good conversation. All of a sudden, hey, let's make out. All of a sudden we're in the back seat of a car and some random And, and you bring out the Oracle. <laughs> I bring out the Oracle. What's so funny though, Angel, is every time you sound like I don't understand. There we were, male and female, just drinking. We've and then suddenly we got ages. horny and then we had sex. But no, but actually to go along with the thing about feelings is you have a history with all those people. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Like, you know those people. So, of course, like. That's deeper. That's way deeper versus yeah. someone you just met and had a one night stand with. Yeah, I have people. I have a girl on my phone and she, it just says Marty Biter. Like, that's all I know <laughs> is she she bit the hell out of me, left a bunch of marks and made me happy with it. But. All, she's in my phone as Marty Biter. I don't know what she did before that. I don't know what she's doing now. You know, like those ones are easy not to have feelings for. Um, but if it was like a coworker, you know, you flirt and then you go out and it goes well. And then, you know, you bring out the Oracle, you know, that's totally different. And you know. listen, the Oracle is not going <laughs> to steer you wrong. Like, I'm being serious. Like I'm joking right now, but I'm also being very serious because I, I can almost guarantee you if you were to have like a, a hookup with a chick who you just met at the bar or on Tinder, the Oracle's not going to be like, bing, she's the one. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure your Oracle's going to be like, get off this bitch and never call her again. <laughs> like, Mental <laughs> note, no sex on pool tables. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, honestly, Angela, I think that if I were to tell you, I like have a trial period, like hit that like trial, like free trial of, it's not like AOL yeah like of just hooking up with like randoms like just for a little while stop fucking girls you already know and have a history with yes. and just like try out a few randoms and see how you feel and I can almost guarantee you that you're not gonna have this problem interesting okay also um and just be honest too like I would just get on tinder Look for a chick that's bangable and, again, not one that looks like you want to wife her up. And be honest, too. Like, be straightforward if you, like, just want to hook up. Be honest about it. Well, and you know what? There's there's seasons for everything. So there's seasons when you're just like, I'm busy. I don't have time to commit emotions and time. I just need sex, you know. And there's other times where you're, you know, shooting for something long term. And But, uh, oh, here, here's a piece of Tinder advice for you and everyone out there. Find someone with a really cute puppy and take a picture with the puppy and then never mention the puppy again. Just make yeah. that your first picture. Yeah. It will increase your right swipes by like 3,000%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. 
<laughs> and no, I'm but, sorry, girls, for no. telling you that, but most of the puppies are fake out there. So. No, we all know that. We're 100% aware of that. Like, but it still works. It. I've never well, done yeah, it. Yeah, like, they're fucking puppies. Like, it doesn't matter where it comes from or who it belongs to. So next time you're at a park, Angel, just be like, can I do a selfie with your puppy? He's so cute. That's all you need, man. It's golden. So, yeah, this is, like, this is what I'm ending with for you because I know you, you have limited time, Angel. It's just that... Um, I would really very much like for you to go have sex with a few girls you barely know. And then, and then that's his prescription. That's your prescription from Dr. Jess. Go fuck some randoms. And, and you want the Oracle readouts. We want to know. I do like, let me like get back in touch with me because I really want to, I would like the Oracle to weigh in and let, let us know what he thinks. And then eventually, okay. Angel, after she's even more obsessed with your oracle, make her fly to you wherever you are. That's literally never going to fucking happen. I don't travel for sex. Mm-hmm. That's another segment oh. of, the, of the episode of the podcast. Okay, Angel, I hope that was helpful. I feel like we just kind of like went off on tangents. If nothing else, you're leaving with a beautiful brand new nickname for your dick. And I feel like that alone is priceless. Yeah. So Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm jealous, like. A pool, a bartender on a pool table. I mean, I had a whole punch list post-divorce, you know. I wanted, well, of course, all the f- flavors of the rainbow. But then, like, um, you know, like, a girl with a huge leg tattoo. Like, I don't know. That was one of my things. But, like, bartender on a pool table, that's pretty fucking hot. I respect that. I actually have. I'm, I've been going through the Ivy Leagues for the last. <laughs> like, you're trying to bring Princeton, Yale? I was just going to say, like, I'm just going to oh put this God. out there. All I need now is Harvard and Stanford. So oh if there's God. any Harvard or Stanford boys who love older women, you let me know because you guys are going to complete my collection. And she'll name your dick. And I will name your dick. <laughs> so... It's probably going to be named Brad if they come from those schools. <laughs> probably um so angel please like go fuck some women you don't know very well um and and like uh-huh. let me know like i really want to know like how like if it made a difference okay i will do that okay. I'll do <laughs> the that's the best homework i've ever heard yeah. yes that's the homework <laughs> that i give i'll name your dick and then give you amazing homework to go fuck a, fuck a bunch of women so that's it's that's the work i do it's, it's the Lord's work. <laughs> the Lord's work. Angel, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, being willing to call in and, and let us bat this around uh, by podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me on your, your yeah. podcast. I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, hopefully it'll be out in a few days. I'll let you know. Okay. All right. Yeah, thanks, Angel. Do you Angel. Want to on for a few minutes? Sure, yeah. I was just going to say thanks, Angel. I love your honesty, and I think you're... You're going to get it all sorted out. And if not, your magic cock is going to do it, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your advice. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. <laughs> bye. All right. All right. Bye. See you, Angel. See. Oh, there we go. I got to. Hey, Jess, I got to check out my son real quick. Oh, no problem. You know, we can just actually finish this up later. Like, like I said, I need to um, record a second bit for us anyway. So why don't we just. Um, well, or if I mean, I just need like two minutes to run down, and then I'll I can come back, or we can do another time. Up to you. Time Actually, eight o'clock. No, I should go because I got. Yeah, let's let's just seat. um. I'll text you later, and we can plan on the next next. That was time. really really fun, by the way. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> the Oracle cock. That's so funny. I love it. Oh my god, he's like right when I come. I, I can do like really like yeah yeah all I can see is like the girl's like belly button starting to glow from the inside <laughs> like an alien movie 
and then like it moving to the left or the right like a yes or a no i was thinking it like glows like green for yes or red for no <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> It really blew me away because he's so like oh mellow God. about everything. And I he's know. like, and by the way, my cock it can see into the future. Yeah. It's like, what? I'm like, oh, brought God. to you by marijuana? What's That's going amazing. on? Here? Amazing. Uh yeah, and if you find out about the swelling thing, yeah, you're gonna totally fly up here. I okay, what is it with the it's guys off I the have on my charts. show tonight? You guys all have these like magic dicks. We're no, this one's up- insane. It's like I I'll, I can like okay, I'll take a video of it because I can just like <laughs> I can push really hard and make the head of my cock swell up a lot bigger. I've seen way too many of my guys' friends' dicks. It's like there's no. No, I'm not saying look at my dick because I think you care about my dick. No, no, you want to see a swell. No, I'm just saying in general, I've seen a surprising (laughs) amount of my guy friends' dicks. Oh, oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Most of my friends are lesbians. We swab vaginas all the time. It's great. (laughs) Not literally, but pictures. there is one more. So we were going to originally have two callers, but the other guy, we couldn't make it work with his work schedule. Okay. So I'm just going to read his advice question and you and I are going to answer it. Sounds good. And this is the clingy girl. Okay. Yes. So he wrote, uh, so kind of a longish story, but I'll try to give you the cliff notes. I went on a date with this girl in July and it was kind of iffy about her afterwards. All she did was bitch about (laughs) her brother and his girlfriend. And side note, he's friends with right. his brother. <laughs> Good first date. Only I figured, yeah. Uh, yeah. I figured she wasn't really like that. But on our second date, she did the oh, same God. exact thing. Just complain about the brother and his girlfriend. Which, uh, after that, I decided she wasn't for me. Mainly because of the <laughs> I'm, I'm with him so far, yeah. <laughs> fair, totally fair. Aren't you supposed to hide uh, that because... shit for like three dates or something? Yeah, like hide your crazy girl. Oh my girl. God. Damn. Uh, he says, because she was sassy to the point where it was bitchy and it was kind of off-putting, mm. I decided it wasn't going to work out. So I told her I wasn't interested, and she said, okay, that's mm. fine. After after that, she keeps trying to invite me place oh, places with me and my <laughs> friends who have since agreed with me that she's a little too much and saying shit like, oh, I guess my invite got lost in the mail when she's already made plans and wouldn't have come oh, anyways. God. I know. So he says, now, am I wrong in thinking she's a bit clingy? And we did go back and forth a little bit. So I got some more info. Um, And so what I said was, oh, my God, you're being nice by calling her clingy. She sounds like a passive aggressive nightmare. And he said, thank you. Yes, she's unbelievably passive aggressive. We didn't even sleep together for her to be like this. Hell, I didn't even kiss her. She's so irrational. It's crazy. And I said, how is it she knows when you've made plans with your friends from which she's been excluded? Because yeah. that's Yeah, like, weird, why didn't I get right? my invite to something I didn't know about? Yeah, that's weird. Exactly. So he says, um, I'm friends with her brother. So when I invite him, I figured he would tell her. Turns out he told her, but she took it upon herself to ask where her invite was when she was busy that night anyways. Last night, me and my friends went out for dinner and we both posted on our Snapchat stories. And she messaged me from the story asking her asking where her invite was. Oh, oh my Ugh. god! I've got drama alarms going off everywhere here. So I know, I know. So I said, "Well, how exactly did you phrase it to her that you weren't interested?" And he said, <laughs> "I said I don't think it would matter, but go ahead." <laughs> I feel we aren't right for each other. I see you more as a oh, friend. That's gracious. So you tried to friend zone her, that's yeah. Fair. And, the, and then I said, are you sure that, that this isn't making her think, like, this isn't her just being yeah. a friend? You know? 
And he said, I don't think so. I slowly stopped talking to her a little each less each day so she would it's get called ghosting. Message. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So that's where okay. we are. Well, I think he's almost like answered his own question. I mean, there's no connection. They didn't even kiss. There's nothing to go on. It's just, it's kind of like this chihuahua just following him around chewing on his ankle at this point. Yeah, but I think his question is, what does he do? Because it's not, I mean, he's kind of in a, a situation where, you know, she's friends with his brother. Brothers, she's <laughs> sister of his friend. So it's not like he can oh, completely ghost yeah. her. Like, she's always going to be oh, there. God. I don't know. I um, I generally haven't attracted the super clingy ones. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think the one time. I mean, first of all, let this be a lesson to everyone. Don't fucking date your friends, like family. Yeah, or keep some cause... space so Thanksgiving doesn't taste funny. Shit. Yeah, no kidding. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's a good one first. But second, after those <laughs> dates, I mean, I mean, well, I guess that's not even the issue at this point. Because first of all, also, PSA, girls don't, yeah, bitch and complain about life the first two dates and then wonder why he's got a bad taste in his mouth, you know? Same with guys, you know, we can complain. Guys yeah. do it too. Yeah, don't Trust talk me. about your job and how hard it was and blah, blah, blah. No, nobody wants your complaint. Don't, unlo- don't unload your fucking drama and baggage on the first few days. That's true. Yeah, like, <laughs> let me tell you about why I messed up and I twitch like this. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but as far as Keep what to do light, now, Harry. I mean, shit, it sounds like him and the brother are on the same side that, you know, she just needs to go away, but I don't know. Uh, one thing he should do is hide her from his Snapchat uh, story. I mean, you can individually pick people. I have certain people on my thing that never see my Snap story for that kind of reason. Um, you know, just I, I think the less contact, it'll just fade away, you know, unless she's got like pictures in a shrine and candles burning to him in her closet or something. I don't know. I think that, so, so, okay, so one approach is to just, like, grin and bear it, yep. like, stop ex- including her from the snap story. Um, I think my approach is going to, is more like, if she didn't get it the first time, like, reinforce what you said every time she makes one of those comments. Yep. And you, you can be direct and not a yes. dick. And, and you might I don't know what your friendship is like with your brother or your brother your friend um but I don't know if you need to like chat with him first and just let him know like hey I need to start being yes like, that's more a great idea her, just to give you a heads up just so you can preserve the friendship um but then I would just tell her when she says like hey you know where was my invite just be straightforward and say you know this was a specific circle yeah. of friends and I just you know yeah just I don't know yeah it's I mean I'm all about being direct you know but there's a fragile you don't want to you know you know how it is you don't want to break the person you just want to get them off your back you know and I think you I here's the thing you can be direct and not a dick and if she still crumbles that's That's true yep like it's not it's not your problem how someone chooses to take news that That's you give true. them if you were truly being kind and respectful but straightforward yeah. and so I don't think there's anything wrong with telling her you know and you may need to reframe by the way what you said about um you know I wouldn't friends. lead it into a friend zone personally though because that's keeping it alive you know what I mean I don't know 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe she's feeling like carte blanche to be this way because he said we're going to be right, friends. Right. So she's even could possibly be taking advantage of that a little bit. And so maybe say, hey, you know, when I was if she said next time she says, where's my invitation? You can just say, you know, I let me just reframe when I said we could be friends. You know, I just mean like I want to keep things friendly. I know I'm going to see you because I'm friends with your brother. But that didn't necessarily translate to me inviting you out and going out with place, yep, you know i agree places. that's perfect and so if you just phrase it like that again like it's being straightforward but it's not being a dick and if she gets upset that's it's on her yeah problem she's a big yep. girl so. and i've noticed too girls like that or people like that it doesn't have to be a girl um but they can even if mm-hmm. you phrase it nicely you you feel like you're in the right emotional place delivering it it can totally be misread shoved back in your face but like you said as you know as long as you did the right thing and, and your intentions were good, then then it's up to them. It's not, not your, your problem. problem and, you know, sometimes with passive aggressive people, like you just have to be more forceful yep. and direct because they don't. And her idea of the friend zone might be the long, uh, the long approach, you know, to get him later as more than a friend, you know, so. Yeah, that's true. It very I mean, it might have just be been her. like, oh, I have to take yeah. a left now instead of going straight. No problem. I'm still coming for you. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Run away, dude. Run, run far. Run away. Be direct. <laughs> be nice and direct. Yes. And then, yeah. I mean, if you have to, like, if she continues to be a pain in the ass, then just unfriend her on Snapchat. Exactly. If, if her behavior continues and escalates, then your reaction to her behavior it's, is unfortunately going to happen. But it's totally justified. But yeah. it doesn't ever mean you can't stop being, like, graceful and. Yep you know respectful. absolutely we're so nice about this hey you gotta be you well gotta i don't like graceful. it when people are shitty okay. to me so why not exactly yeah. exactly okay so the second part that was part one was the advice gotcha. part two is she snuck in his part- house and murdered him in his sleep what happened okay sorry. no <laughs> we're done oh, with okay. advice now <laughs> i wouldn't have any advice for that I'd just be like sorry man you're, you're dead right <laughs> but go ahead <laughs> Okay, part two. We are going to talk about traveling for sex. <laughs> Insert maniacal <laughs> laugh. <laughs> so I have a strict rule that as a woman, I do not travel for sex. And that rule is because I feel that a privilege women have, that we each gender has our own mm-hmm, privileges. Here we go. You guys get to pee standing up. You guys you know are stronger naturally like what there's many different like privileges you get as a man our privilege as a woman is that we can get sex pretty much whenever free we drinks want. like sure free drinks but i you know i'm just saying like it, there's always a guy willing to fuck mm-hmm. you yeah always and which is, you, like, you just have to lower the bar a little under- more if, if they're not pouring in but yeah absolutely yeah you absolutely you can get a yes. guy to fuck you the, like this is not a hard thing to do so I feel like because of that, there's absolutely like it drives me crazy when I see posts on social media where someone's talking about, <laughs> you know, uh, some guy like, oh, I have a girl rolling through at 3 a.m. And I'm like, girl, like, no, stay do home. Not, do Get it not dry. Exactly. There is absolutely no. If he is making you travel for sex, get a new, oh, a new guy like. You not, now I'm not talking about a relationship. Sure. Like if you guys are dating, then whatever. But if this is just sex, <laughs> like don't don't be the type who complains about fuckboys if you continue to let fuckboys run all gotcha. over you. 
there's always going to be a fuck boy willing to come and come to your house. <laughs> come in, so that is and my come in rule. You, like, you, know, you could have Freudian slipped that. They are willing to do that too. Yeah, they're willing to come into multiple yes. houses. Back doors. So yeah, that's just my yep. general rule. If it's just sex, I'm not going to him. He so what's your limit? Like five miles across town or nothing? Like it's in your bedroom, delivery, the door's open, come in. If we've had sex, like if it's like an ongoing thing, then yeah, I'm mm, not an asshole. Like I'll compromise. And, you know, if he comes sometimes to my house and I'll go to his. What if he lives 45 minutes away in that arrangement? So my last friends with benefits lived about, I would say about half an hour away. Yeah. I'm fine going out there, but he came to my house a lot too. So it was because at that point you kind of have more of that, like. You know, oh, and you work each other into each other's schedules, and it's a regular thing. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So that's a little okay. bit different. But if it's like the guy that's in your rotation, that you know you fuck every now and right. then, or God, if it's the first or second time, oh, like God, you you're gonna hate my guts though when we get into this. Well, so that's why we're talking about this because <laughs> you sit there and let all the pussy come to absolutely. you, and I was like. When you told me that, I'm like, oh, I need to talk to those girls and tell them they've got to stop mm-hmm. fucking driving. And they're going to be like, Jess, are not... you going to put these rope marks on my wrists and handprints on my ass? Don't drive for dicks. Okay, see, that's the hard thing. Okay, so you kind of threw a wrench in my in my don't drive for dick rule because I do also love a good yes, dominant. And are hard good to find. Are, like true good dominants are yes. hard to find. And I said I still don't think I would. And I called it. bullshit, but I respect your... Covering your own ass, so no problem. But again, he, well, here's the thing. If he was a regular, which if he was a true dominant, he would be, then uh, then there would be that right. compromise. But I wouldn't be the one to solely drive, and I feel like you have subs who are solely driving. Most of them are solely driving to be. But I want to do. I want to say this. Like for the first meeting, <clears throat> you know, I'll drive a fair amount of distance. I'll you know meet for drinks or coffee, just something. You know, it's two thousand. 18 currently so you know we have to be adults and safe and well, so yeah. and safe. but yeah. i have had actually one of my regular subs she drives up once or twice a week an hour each way and the very first time we met she drove straight here came in my living room sat on my couch and just started talking to me and i have driven down once to see her she's probably driven up i don't know more than 20 times so yeah it's a two-hour round trip for her every time so and i'm not doing it like ha 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 use your gas money or you know i mean i'm willing to pay gas whatever the arrangement may be but the truth of the matter is a lot of times too is i have a fun place to play here with you know i have a hook in my doorway they can suspend from and shit by my bed and all the toys and so it's kind of like the dom's cave you know so it's it's worth the drive i guess it that's the problem is is a good dominant like a truly good dominant who knows what they're doing is like a drug and you can't get yes. up and you're like you'll do anything for that next year. yeah because they go home so, and they sleep with a college boy and then you know he asks if he's hurting them when he's choking them and he comes on their stomach in 20 seconds you know and so then they're like because i've gotten <laughs> it where they're like fuck you i'm not driving anymore well i deal with brats so that's why they say fuck you but they say i'm not driving to you it's not worth it you're not worth it and then all I have to do is wait two days. They sleep with someone else. It's horrible. And they come running back. So, Well, and quickly for those who are listening who probably don't understand the term <laughs> brats in the BDSM world, can you explain? Yeah. So um, I guess I'm older and I um, prefer younger girls. And so uh, the girls I like are the ones that 
have like really bad attitudes and stubborn and just mean. And so the thing I've learned is most guys can never get past that. But what the girls that I'm, I like the brats, what they really want deep down is someone to put them in their place, push past all that front and just tell them how it's going to be and stick to it and don't give up. And then they just completely melt. So um, what's interesting is, you know, 90% of guys can't get past being offended at their, you know, kind of bratty, just nasty remarks, you know, um, whereas... Or annoyed. Like, oh, it's fuck, fucking like... annoying as hell. I mean, yeah, I get called names, I get all this stuff, but then again, we get in the bedroom and I get to get it all back because... Yeah. But here's the thing, too, is, and I think this is, you know, the, the dom sub, no matter what kind of dominant or sub right. you are, that behavior is tied into that dynamic in that relationship. And it's understood yes. that that kind of behavior is expected in it the relationship. Is, yeah. And so I think that if, if a woman goes forward and has that behavior with just like the random college guy. But, well, okay, yeah, let me put a disclaimer out. The one I'm thinking of. <clears throat> she's just she's the regular that drives up about an hour so when she's on tinder she has it in her bio that says don't small talk me don't tell me how my day is she said i'm bratty borderline bitch and then she's just this adorable little ginger with freckles and big innocent eyes in her picture so what guys will do is not read her bio and go hi how's your day going sweetie i love your freckles and then she just rips them to pieces because they didn't read her bio well, yeah. that's fair. They but then beyond it. that, they'll be like, oh, you're sassy. And she's like, you can't handle me. You're just a little, you know, and she'll call them names. And and it's at that point where most of them get butt hurt um, and, and just can't like dom past her words, you know. But here's the thing. This is what I'm saying. They shouldn't dom past her words because it's fucking Peter. <laughs> and so one. But she wants no, to be hunted in that it, particular it, way, though. But but that again it's like if a guy were to like if i didn't have that dynamic with him if it was just a random guy i met on on tinder like here i'm gonna let me back up so when i am with a dom who knows my dynamic knows my body knows my limits etc i love to be brute like many subs do and so i like i like to you know i like it when the guy who i trust is rough enough with me that it leaves bruises everywhere on my body that being said, if it was just a guy, I don't, I don't tell guys right away. If unless I met them on FetLife or we've already established that it's a dom sub dynamic, and I'm comfortable with the fact that they know what that right. means. If I meet a guy on Tinder and he starts doing that, like without us having discussed it, it's actually the wrong sure. context oh, yeah. and is is a bit of a warning sign. Yes, um, yeah, maybe he's too know, aggressive. Well, let me let me phrase it like this. I'm very sensitive to vibe and conversation and everyone's different, you know. Uh, so I start out and I try to fish for sassy comments. You know, I have an opener on Tinder. I, I always open with and it kind of invites bratty, sassy comments, you know. And so if they start playing along, like you'll never be able to tame me, you know, who do you think you are? And they're and we start getting that banter back and forth. Then I get the green light. You know, if I've had. I've had girls just come off and just like want to analyze me with questions and there's no vibe and I would never like pull, you know, brat schooling on them. You know, it just would be weird. So, well, and I'm thinking more from the dynamic of the actual brat. Like, I think that if, like, if you start 
being a dick to a guy on Tinder who doesn't realize that this is just the dynamic you like sexually, then of course he's going to back off and be like, yeah, but if your Tinder says you're a brat, you're a sub, you're a bitch, you know, excuse me. That's what she said. Not me. And, uh, sure. I said, excuse me. Cause I burped too for your podcast. You're welcome. Oh. Jess. Um, you can, thank you. We keep you it can classier. edit that out. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, you know, I just think it's almost like she's being as honest as FetLife on her Tinder. Well, I guess if she says, you didn't mention the yeah. sub part. I guess if she says sub right in the profile, I can But I it. fish for the girls that don't have it written. You know, the ones that say, you know, you know, God and family first and long walks on the beach. If they swipe right on me, it's it's game on. And if they're bratty, you know. Then we'll go there. So. Well, but you also lay it out right in your. <laughs> My Tinder well. is anything but subtle. Yeah, that's true. So that's, I mean, again, like, I think it's one of those things where it's, it's way too about specific. Setting the yeah. And the dynamic yeah. first. I mean, I think guys, I would imagine most guys, if they're not actually in the, the Dom sub lifestyle who are on Tinder and dating apps are, especially right now in the middle of. Me, oh, and, they're going to err on that. the side of being like, nice. They're, they're yes. going to be careful as yep, fuck. I agree. Yeah, yep. Like, they're not going to like you know so i was just thinking from that like oh if you know she you know a sub fucks a college guy and and he can't you know he doesn't put up with her head or something like that like that's probably why yeah but a lot of the guys and the guys i i mean i i don't you know disrespect guys because a lot of times it's just experience based you know if they're young but it's the one especially saying am i choking you too hard like well Please keep asking that if you haven't already like predisposed. Well, if you're anywhere near her throat, yes, you're doing it wrong. You should be on the sides. But anyways, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, it's the ones they're all the same. Like they, they're like, I'm going to fucking do this to you. I'm going to do this. Hang on, I got a siren going by now. Real professional. Um, yeah, it's the guys that that are like, I'm going to tie you up. I'm going to treat you rough. I'll show you. You know, they're actually like kind of playing it out in text. And then in person, they're just like pansies. So, no, I've, I will say like that's one, and it's not even necessarily when it comes to like being rough, but just there are always those guys, it's always the younger guys who posture and are like, oh, I'm going to do this and that and this and that. And then, you know, they're in front of you and it's over in three minutes. Yes. Yeah. So, I'm like, really, buddy? (laughs) Really? Really? Well, you should do what Brat does. Oh, my God. That happened. And uh, she looked at the guy. She goes, I'm going to set an alarm. I'm taking a two-hour nap. You get a second chance. And she just turned around and went to sleep. Woke up in two hours. Woke him up. He did. He blew his load again in 30 seconds. She got up and left. Well, no, what I learned and what I do now is that... Um, you train him, right? You said. I train him. I mean, yeah. And I, I've even said, like... Because I think the other t- thing, too, is a lot of them, if it's the first time they've been with an older yeah. woman and they get really excited and, you know... Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I will. I'll say like, listen, I highly suggest you jerk off before you yeah, desensitize that piece of meat. Like have, so you don't have one like in the cannon ready to go. (laughs) One in the chamber. Um, right. And then also just like, I'm going to come first. We're going (laughs) to take care of mama first. first. Absolutely. That's my rule anyways. And then we do you. (laughs) Well, and uh, so that's, that works out. So, and that's something that's like a, one thing I've learned is too, is if you have a deficiency, then over fucking compensate somewhere else. Like for me, like when I was post-divorce, the first few girls I was with the first meeting, like my dick wouldn't show up. It would just be like, sorry, new person. We've been married too long. I don't know what's going on. 
And then the second right. meeting and every other meeting, I, it was no problem happily ever after. But what I learned is if your dick is not going to show up on the first date, then become the best pussy eater in the world. Because yeah. if I throw you down, eat your pussy, make you come two, three, well, depending on how easy you orgasm, and just give you a load of orgasms, and then I'm like, hey, sorry, it's not showing up tonight. You're like, thank God, I can roll over and take a nap, you know? <laughs> like, there's no hard feelings, but the guys come in, right. and they know they're going to blow it in a minute, and they don't even get the girl wet, and they don't go down on her, and they just don't take the time to please her. If they did that, and then came in a minute the, there'd be zero complaints i think well up to a point well yeah. and i we're, no i agree and i think again it's i've experienced this with you know the really young guys who just haven't had a ton of experience yep. and so i think that's where they learn like okay this is how it should yes. go and the other thing like i have this theory that with the, especially like the young college guys who haven't fucked a ton of actual yes. women is you know you spend your life well, not your life, but when do guys typically start jerking off? What birth? Like... Fetal, fetal. <laughs> I don't know. Is this a trick fetal. question? As soon as Can they I come find out a friend? Of the womb, they're I'm like, uh, no, it probably like, I don't know. I was a late bloomer, but I don't know. Like probably like 13, I would guess. 12, 13. So like, let's say, okay, let's like, look, let's look at the, the masturbatory career of a young gent. So you like. <laughs> wow. Can you do that with a British accent though? Let's look at the masturbatory career of the young gentleman. Notice how he has grabbed his little dick. He is a lefty, it seems. And no, no. I would imagine if I were a guy who, like, as as far as I know, once you discover jerking off, you do it. I went through boxes of Kleenex before my mom like got me on a different path. Yeah. (laughs) I had one of those rooms in the basement that smelled like sperm all the time. Oh my god! The cum cave, <laughs> fuck, and it wasn't from banging girls at all. Oh god! So, this is my theory: is that guys spend most of their time trying to come as fast as they can so they can not get caught. Mm, or, no, you know? I mean the whole thing no? of masturbating is edging until you find the perfect four seconds of porn to finish to. Uh, and guys. Whoa. Oh, the, whole, the fun that is in the introduces a whole nother element to my. Yeah. No, that's why guys will have like 800 tabs open, three screens, and they're just like, no, that's not it. That's not it. All while they're like three seconds away from coming. All they have to do is just breathe on their cock and finish. At least my, I don't jerk off around other guys, so I'm just speaking authoritatively. <laughs> um, well, there's that no, one time that I was drunk. Makes... No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, that makes sense, actually, because I, it reminds me of a conversation I had not long ago with, um, my former friends with benefits and he called me an animal because when I watch porn, when I masturbate, it's just on my phone. Right, same, usually. And he was like, no, you have like five tabs going on your laptop and you're switching between oh, tabs. And, and I have I tabs like, on my that phone, bro. The most, that sounds like the most chaotic, like masturbation it is. session It's horrible ever. because like, if it doesn't hit that exact, I want to peek out on watching this. And then I'll switch to another one. But, I, you know, I don't know. I have, like, my eight normal windows on my private view thing on my phone. So, Wait, so how many, like, porns do you have going in one session? Um, It depends. Like, sometimes, like, I literally, like, maybe, like, six. I have probably, like, six videos that are always up in windows because I like them so much. 
And then maybe I'll search for some new random thought and follow that for a while. But almost always I'll go back to like a specific 15 seconds of a specific video. And that's what I want to come to. So I'll switch to maybe uh-huh. three to 10 videos jerking off, depending. This is fascinating. This, I feel like, oh God, I, I feel like I have like military precision when I masturbate. Well, so, like, yeah, I, yeah. I know exactly like what video I'm going right. to watch and I just go in, bang yeah. it out. Okay. There is another category of jerking off where let's say your coworker bends over and you accidentally see her nipple. Well, that gets stored in like a guy's memory <laughs> until he can jerk that nipple out of his cock. The spank so, thing. Um, that's a real thing. Like guys will get built up over one thought of something that happened that day and then just no porn necessary. Just, you know, me and Ready me and Susie from accounting, you know, on the copier <laughs> in your mind. So oh, Susie, you little you ho showing off your nippy nips. We all know work. about your nip slips. Oh my God. Okay. What is your top three go-to porn categories? Is the FBI listening? No, I'm joking. No, I'm legal. No, I'm they've legal. been watching you, sweetheart. <laughs> Sorry, I had to cough for like the last 20 minutes. Okay. And end scene. No. Okay. So <laughs> my top what? Three porn I watch all the time? Categories. Categories. Yeah. Um, uh, Japanese. Uh, it's called Jav. J-A-V. Like the tentacle porn? What did you just fucking say? Test- testicle <laughs> porn? Tentacle porn, that Japanese that tentacle like porn. sounds like something with octopuses. No, yeah, no, like, no, 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 no. It's like a Squeaky big thing. They're not actual no. octopuses. No, no, no. They're not actual octopuses, but they're huge, like, tempt- it'll usually be, like, puppets, mm, I think. No, okay, no. That's like a and I'm worried about like, you that category. you know about that, but okay. No, no, Real, no. I feel like by now you should know my mind. <laughs> <laughs> The shit that is up there stored in. My- <laughs> We're getting it out in the podcast. This is therapy. It's good. Um, oh, no, anyway. So, uh, no, like, you know, young, you know, I don't know, 18, 20 year old Japanese girls, squeaky, you know, little making little chirp noises when they fuck. That turns me on. <laughs> I have one of a. Uh... God, this is some private shit. Um, I can't wait till uh, Fen's it, family and ex-wife this is, listens to all I have, this. Like absolutely, like no fucking like filter social oh, okay. boundaries. Apparently, yeah. no. I'm like, Hang on a second. Normal I, first date conversation. I just have this pang of normal conscious. Hang on. Okay, I'm over it. I'm good. <laughs> Anyways, the other tab is <laughs> two Swedish uh, lesbians with strap-on doing anal. That one, for some reason, does it for me. That is very specific. It is very delicious. Is it this? Wait, I'm sorry. This is a whole. No, no, no. These are just. These are like my six tabs, which are my six categories. I don't know. You oh, you keep the same windows open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you go on an iPhone, you go and you hit private, you know, and it flips over to black. So I'm just. I have like six things always open. Six videos. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll go roam around at first for a while, but I almost I finish almost every time on one of those. You are porn committed. Yeah, these girls got got some power over me, I guess. That's amazing. So you are polyamorous in your real life, but you are <laughs> monogamous. In your no, I have a rotation in the real world, and I have a rotation on my phone. Yeah, but it's the same. And thing. they all come to me, phone or in person. No, you come to them, and darling. that's I come <laughs> on them, um, in the, around them. Uh, we should be talking about traveling for sex. I don't know how we got onto my porn. I think we get out of my porn. 
No, we weren't. We didn't even tell him about the bet. Or did we already talk about that? Well, we talked about the Before. bet when we were talking That's about That's true. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Fine. All right. So here's segment three. This is the last part is we're going to play a game. <laughs> oh, God. Like Jigsaw, would you like to play a game? Sure. Um, <laughs> okay. It, you have your choice. Okay. It could either be truth or dare. How are we going to do dares? Oh, I should make I should make me do all the truth and dare so I can keep doing dares I have on a, you. I, I, I may have a special friend here sitting next to me, a sub, so if you need me to dare all over her, just let me know. Okay, it's not that. It's, this isn't a porn. We're not making a porn. Oh, what kind of podcast is this? Okay, dude, I'm, I'm lost. Bring me back. All right, truth or dare. The, I'll play truth or dare. podcast I'd like to fuck, not, <laughs> not porn I'd like to fuck. The, you didn't even hear the other game. It's um. Oh, would you rather? Oh, I like that one. Yeah. You want to do? Would you rather? Um, I'd do either one. You know, Jess, I'll do whatever you want. Just, mm, just I dom the game. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna dom the dom. Dom the dom. All right, let's do truth or dare. All right, bring it on, sister. All right, truth or dare. <laughs> truth, because I don't know what the dare is gonna be yet. Oh, I like this. I feel like you're a little bit worried about the dare. I, I shouldn't be, but I am. Because I don't want to be like, I'm not doing any sissy sub shit for you. Ah! See? How, what, how can I make you do sissy sub shit from That's what I'm wondering space. what the damn dare is. Yeah, you want me to like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you picked the I truth. Did. Tell me the most embarrassed you've ever been during sex. Oh, that's a good one. Shit, the most embarrassed. This is, so truth or dare, by the way, this is the game that I play with like when I'm out with a new puppy, puppy. to like break the ice. So I'm kind of a truth or dare. Okay, man. good. Yeah. It's like playing memory with my kids. I just know I'm gonna lose. So um <laughs> Okay, most embarrassing during sex. Like I was embarrassed or the whole situation was super embarrassing. <laughs> you, you specifically. Um God, I'm a Leo. I don't store memories of defeat or like humiliation. I'm trying to think here. It's a stretch, Jess. Mm. Mm. I need some music, yeah. You need to prep me with these questions before, obviously, too. <laughs> no, 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 no. You do not get like a prep. That's cheating. I'm so embarrassed. I don't know because like. The times I think of that are, like, embarrassing, it's more, like, been, like, awkward noises or, like, you know, like, I drop a girl or something, you know, like, when I'm trying to pick her up, that kind of stuff, um, you know, or, like, bodily fluid things go wrong or, you know, stuff like that. Like, those are the embarrassing times, I feel like, uh, or the most embarrassed. I don't know. I guess one t- <laughs> well, that's not embarrassing for me. It's more for her. I'll spare her. Never mind. I don't know, Jess. Can I get a pass and do a different question? Oh, man. You already suck at this game. No, I'm just okay. so good in bed, I don't embarrass myself. I'm going to gloss right over you that. You should. Um... Don't feed the Leo. <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest lie you've ever told a significant other? Oh, fuck. Till death do we part? Um... <laughs> you know what? That's a really good one. <laughs> yeah, about that. Void null. <laughs> I have a document that says so. Um, Okay, the biggest lie, um, Mm -hmm. the most, the usual lie is my age, because I look really young for how old I am. 
But the biggest lie. <laughs> Um, but it's significant uh, other, so you're already, oh, like dating. Oh, them. Uh, that I'm going out with the guys when I'm going to bang a girl in my VW bus by the beach. Oh, oh yeah. no, 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 no! I have a better one. <laughs> oh my god! I like this. I'm getting like <laughs> no. This is so lot. terrible and dirty. You said your listeners can handle really dirty shit. Right? Okay, okay. I'm just, I'm just double checking. We're going so. Let's do okay, it. Go so there. I had a girl that was staying with me, kind of a regular. She knew I was poly and played. She just didn't want to hear details. And I had an ex-girlfriend who lived like four blocks away. And she was like, my friends with benefits. So anyways, I, I'm an early riser. And friends with benefits was an early riser. And girl living with me was a sleeper in her. So right. I got up at six, you know, got the text. Hey, come over at seven. And, okay, go over there. So we banged quite a bit and ended in her ass, uh, you know, no condom, no nothing. And uh, I did wash up. I just, I'm not a fucking pig. So I went in her shower. The problem is her shower takes like, you know, 18 minutes to get hot water. So, you know, I did, I did what I could with, you know, putting cold water onto my recent boner and, uh, mm-hmm. and not dying. And, uh, and so I clean up, go home. Well, someone's waiting for me, attacks me, drops my pants, shoves her face in my crotch, and then backs oh. away with this, like, scared deer in the headlights look. And I was like, I just took a long bike ride. You probably shouldn't go there. And uh, she's like, shower now. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. That's so-and-so's, you know, poop shoot. So whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was Amazing. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. I felt bad because I was like, no, 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 you don't want to. Yeah, mm-hmm. I told you so. Remember oh, that girl at that amazing. party you said was a bitch? Yeah, that's her ass right there. Well done. Okay. Well done, James. That was, that was a stellar truth. Oh, God. I'm burning in hell on every religion, you know. Eh, whatever. I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do anal there? All right. You're- okay, sorry. No, oh my God. Well, if it's hell, then yeah. If it's it's gonna uh, be your hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your turn. Uh, truth for sure. I want truth out of you. Oh no, you have to choose truth or dare. God, I'm <laughs> fucking retarded. Sorry. <laughs> have I mentioned the marijuana well, I like to imbibe? Sorry. Oh my God. Well, I was gonna pick truth. Okay. Place. Okay, truth. Since we're there. Okay, so I have to ask the question. Holy fuck. Oh, it's been a long day. I've had a lot of sex today. It's a lazy Sunday. Um, Okay. (laughs) With a neighbor who walks 13 steps to get to my door. Uh, Truth or dare? Truth or dare? Okay, truth. So, Jess. Jess, Jess, Jess. Oh, I want this to be a good one. Uh, Have you ever made a boy cry after he came? Did you ever, have you ever, have you ever, no, I wanted this to be you. Have you cried after an orgasm? Like from the emotions of the orgasm, has that made you cry? Once. Mm. When I was 22, um, I was my very first ever serious boyfriend and I had been dating for three years and we broke up. 
and we had breakup sex. Oh, well, that's and, a little different. Jeez, I didn't mean to. And yeah, when I, after I orgasmed, I cried because I knew it was the last time we were ever going to. That's different. I'm, yeah, that's, that's understandable shit. Now, now I'm going to cry. That's, that's, honestly, though, that's, <laughs> that's the only time okay, I cried. Let's flip sex. this on yeah. its ass. Have you ever laughed uncontrollably during sex? I mean, only if it was funny. Like, the, uh, the friends with benefits I keep mentioning, I don't know, like, why he keeps coming up, but I guess he, it's the most recent that I've had the most sex with. <laughs> I didn't know, like, he didn't tell me that his balls were really ticklish. And when I, <laughs> when I give a guy a head, like, I automatically go Fuck for the yeah, balls. Yeah, well, you should. And so, and so I was blowing him, and it must have been, like, the first time I gave him a blowjob and so i started licking his balls and i feel him start shaking and at first i was like fuck yeah get like, this boy yeah <laughs> i'm so good at giving <laughs> head and then like i realized he's like laughing oh no and then he like finally gets out like between you are so lucky you didn't like really... slip a fart out when you're laughing that's hard <laughs> and so then i started laughing oh my god that's and, like, awesome though next thing i know we're both like laughing so hard and i literally still have his cock in my hand <laughs> and my like face is like three inches from his balls and we are both just that is dying awesome laughing and then i finally like when it could speak again i was like i don't know how to recover <laughs> right like how do we get back to the hot passionate part that's awesome i actually did that to a girl recently i felt horrible like so I have this problem because if a girl talks a lot of shit, you know, and then actually meets with me, a lot of girls will chat, you know, talk. And then when it's come time to actually meet a real human dom in person, they freak out and don't show up. I get that. I give a big mm-hmm. wide berth, like no problem. I get it. It's all scary shit. <laughs> but uh, the ones that show up and they've been talking a lot, like there's been two things that reminded me of one was a girl just talking shit, talking shit and you can't handle me. So I really gave her like a very rough session, like not a first time get to know you, you know, it was real, like, you know, choke you, open your mouth, spit in your mouth, you know, like really hung her from her wrists, her Mm, tiptoes. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting horny. Sorry, I'll stop. And uh, so (laughs) and then sent her home and like she texted me when she got home. She's like, I just wanted to thank you this and that. And by the way, I've never done any of that. And no one's ever tied me up and no one's ever done any of this. And I just want to, and I'm like, oh my God, I told her, I'm like, you know, you got like the, you know, not the 101 class. Like that was pretty fucking intense, even for me. And uh, luckily she ate it up. But, um, but the thing that happened recently last week that was kind of like yours is I went down on a girl because I love going down on girls. That's probably why they all drive to me, huh, Jess? Um, Oh my God. But anyways, I go down on her and it was the same thing. She's like writhing and I'm just like, damn, this is going really well. And then finally, she's like, stop. Can you just stop, stop, stop? And then she explained. I'm like, what? She's like, my clit is so sensitive that when I masturbate, I don't even touch it. She's like, I touch next to it on the sides and I can come like that. And I had just like spent 10 minutes like <laughs> lifting up her hood and sucking her clit right, really hard. Really and just, yeah, yeah, sending lightning bolts up her poor vagina, basically. So <laughs> it was the same thing but you know of course you like with the leg shaking you're like oh, i got this boy you know like we're so confident <laughs> and they're like no i just shit myself actually you you hit the wrong spot <laughs> oh god all right your turn truth or dare well dare because i don't know what the hell it's going to be over a podcast so go for it you have to let me pick one of your instagram followers and send him a dm that i tell you to i have to pick an instagram follower let me know. You have to let uh-huh. me 
pick one of your Instagram followers uh-huh. and then send them a DM from you, but it has to say what I tell you it to make it say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Let's do it. You want me to do it right now? Oh, no, you got it. Oh my yeah. I mean, we're gonna do it live, but I'm yeah. going to your followers I'm trying to think. right now. Okay, then- here's my Instagram. <laughs> Let me just put a disclaimer on it. Um, my Instagram is all post-divorce ho phase. So the way I rate Instagram is if you like my fi- picture, I'm counting how many of the people I've slept with. So chances are whoever you pick is probably someone I've slept with. So this should be great. Oh, well, I assume. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going into your Instagram. I'm now. going to. Don't say real names on TV here. Come on. Oh God. I would never say real names. Don't be like, it starts with a J and ends with an S E. Sorry. One of the porn stars that follows me. I had a porn star stripper that would drive an hour and a half to see me, Jess. Oh, I know. You really like you are like such a, a like and I don't this is gonna sound like an I can handle not, it. No, you are such a Absolutely. man. Like like men and like like if you you know look at guy like you make me think of a caveman where they like come back and you're not the only like i've I've dealt with like a lot of guys your your sexual conquests as men these days are like modern day hunting like where the caveman will hunt and then yeah and then like told the story on like yes fuck yeah that's awesome like men are like, okay, I need to tell you, like, let me send you, like, because I have a lot of guy friends. Remember, I said yesterday, I've seen way too many of my guy oh, yeah. penises. Because it'll be like, they'll come back and they'll be like, let me tell you about this girl I hooked up. Okay, first, let me send you a video of us fucking. Here she is blowing my, like, oh yeah, that's me. total guys. And then, and then they'll go on, and it's like this is like the modern day yes. telling of like the hunting. Absolutely. Ooh. I see one of your followers who's kind of hot, and I want to bang him. Bang we'll him? him? I have a him yeah. in there? That's an error. You have a few hymns. Mm, I'm joking. I have a couple of hymns. Anyways, let him know that, that Mama Mama Cougar next, said hi. My next puppy. Puppy. Ooh, this one's cute, too. You've got a lot of cute guys Really? I'm you. looking at it. I filter out guys when I'm looking through. I don't even see any here. I used to do welding. Ladies, if that means anything to you, follow me on Instagram. Ladies. Oh my god! I'm using this. Come on. I, I mean, I yeah. don't blame you. Like, I actually really like. There's, I, I don't want to hook up with my <laughs> followers. Um, but and I get a lot of DMs, and some of them, the guys are like super hot, and I'm like, damn, damn my damn, rule, because damn that you would like slide right through. <laughs> you could just slip <laughs> and slide right to mama. Right on, come on to mama. All right. Oh, I see one of the guys you're talking about. He's a model. Yeah, I actually had him because. How do you know who? Well, I'm one of the guys. Well, he's got the model picture because his girlfriend's a model too. So I had to add him. What's his bio? Huh? I don't want to say his name, but what's his bio? Well, my account's private. Who cares? His name's Chris. You, you just told me not of to girls. say names. Dudes, I don't give a fuck. His name's Chris. No, that wasn't who I was talking about. I'll tell you. Hold on, let me yeah. find him. Mark. Kevin. No, last names is a line. Fuck. Just say Mark. All right. I, I picked huh? her. I picked her. But how am I supposed to say her? You can say a first name. name. It's okay. Uh, Rad. Oh, God. Yeah. I know who that is. All right. First of all, 
how do you know her? Uh, she she was an old coworker. She was my work wife, and uh, yeah, she's like a single mom of two. She used to be a pretty well. I don't want to get into details. Anyways, yeah, she was pretty awesome. She was my work wife. She's currently dating this guy that could kick my ass. So this should be interesting. She is thousands of miles away. So go for it. I have a message open. All right. And I need like, like screenshots. Sure, sure, sure. I got got you. I'm not a pussy. Do you have this already written out or are you going to freestyle it? I'm going to freestyle it. All right. Hit me. Okay, this is what you need to type. Oh my god! Uh, can I just say I accidentally mistexted her like two days ago? I hadn't talked to her in like six months, and I said I just pulled up, and she's like, "Your mom just pulled up." So you know we're fresh. She's ready for some shit here, hopefully. So go ahead. Oh shit! I don't know because now I'm like, she might. All right, whatever. Mm, this is gonna be good. Come on, Jess. Tell her um, if I told you. Oh, no. Uh huh. That baby's diaper was full. Uh huh. Would you change it for me? <laughs> You're such a fuck. <laughs> She's gonna think. Okay, this is really bad. I have, I have, a my I would call my primary partner, nesting partner. Mm-hmm. The same name as this girl. That's why I mistext them. So what this is going to be is, hey, old coworker, <laughs> I shit myself and have my current girl coworker with this girlfriend with the same name change my shit. <laughs> you fucking suck. <laughs> I love myself so much. I can't right even now. send it though. I'm dying here. Fucking send uh... it. <laughs> Obviously, you're going to be able to tell her. I know, I know. Okay. Oh, God. All right, send. Come on, baby. Send it. It's sent. Fuck my life. All right, hang on. Look, I'm going to screenshot it. You little. Oh, please be online, Holly. Please be online. Let me see the last time she was online. It doesn't tell me. She's not super high tech. This is going to fuck up my shit. This is so great. It does not. It's going to be days before I get a reply from her, though. All right. That is the end of episode two. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you're not already, please follow me on Instagram at just the prequel. I would love to connect with you. If you have any questions that any advice you would like answered, or if you're interested in being one of my guest hosts, please message me on Instagram, or you can email me at pilf, P-I-L-F, podcast at gmail.com. Hope you guys have a great week. Bye.